Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and I'm here as a part of Inspiring Better Business. And this is a chapter in a book I'm writing, an audio book and then a, a written textbook uh, on miracles. And miracles that's happened in my life that are what I consider financial miracles that have propelled me in a way forward because I learned to trust God and believe in miracles. Now, a miracle didn't happen every day, every, every, every minute, and you'll, uh, if you read my book or hear these audios, you'll understand that I'm not drawing, a, drawing attention to me and, and making me sound like somebody special. I'm just sharing these so I could help you. I believe if you'll believe in miracles for the financial world and do the right things, uh, learn, you'll, you'll advance. So the title of this is the, the Miracle of Tests or the Miracle of Testing. And I, I could also title this the miracle that the God of the universe actually can interact with me personally. He can interact and wants to interact, to me, interact with me personally. He, wants, he knows my personal desires, my interests. He knows where I'm at uh, in this world. And it's, you know, in this day and age with technology, it's getting easier and easier to, to communicate with people in groups, with Zoom and different things. Well, it's actually becoming uh, never to the level that God is, but it's now becoming even kind of reality that I could talk to a whole lot of people and, and be in touch with them. Well, God has way beyond our abilities in this realm to be in touch with me, me personally. And in this process, I believe he loves me so much that he wants me to develop. He's like a perfect father that is very, very focused on me developing into a person that can commune with him, that will be friends with him, that can identify what's right and wrong and can be a part of of, of, of this body of Christ is described in the Bible. Well, testing. Oh boy, that's a word that uh, nobody really likes to think that God wants me to be tested. But you'll see in this discussion that it's the testing that in itself is what's producing faith in my life. It's what's producing the character in my life. There's a word that says testimony. Well, without a test, there's no testimony. And so if we play it too cool and too laid back and never take any risk, then you're not going to be in a position to be tested. And so I'm going to start with a little story of uh, the process of testing. Of uh, Some of you may know of this, have seen it several times on videos, where a small three or four-year-old is uh, sitting down with a, they don't realize it, but a camera is watching them and recording what's happening. And this uh, camera is such that that this uh, adult, uh, this is not an evil thing, this is just shows the character of, of the child and, and not like uh, what would happen historically. And they put a very desirable piece of candy or something that's really desirable there in front of the child. And, and then they give this instruction to say, now, if you don't eat this, you can't eat this, this is for just a little bit later, I've got to run away and do something, I'll be back in a few minutes. And so this video is only a minute or two, and this video is like uh, observing the facial expressions of this child, and some of the kids uh, touch it, and some of them even t lick it or taste it, and some of them eat it, and some of them are, and it just shows that there's a test front in front of them. And usually the adult uh, is saying, if you will not eat this, there's something as a kind of a reward on the other side of passing this test. Well, that tells you that 
This is a characteristic that we're all, even at three and four years old, could be tested. Well, in a financial, in a similar way, you might have a child that's uh, becoming a teenager. So it, the point I'm making is the test bad or good. No, it's not good or bad. It's actually a part of developing a person's character. So at age 16 or 17, at least in my country, uh, I have a grandson at that age, and he's learning to drive. And, and before he gets his driver's license, you know, the parents go out and they test drive. They test and see, can he handle this? Because if, if he doesn't handle it as well, there's a chance that that, that child would be hurt, it hurt in a car wreck, hurt in an accident. So God isn't much like that. He's a perfect father. And if you pass that test, in that case, they get the, uh, the respect of having a driver's license and going on with life. And so God wants us to be tested. You have to come to conclusion that. I know of people that have flown, uh, have uh, uh, darted away from the test in such a way that, that they've missed God's development in their life. They've, uh, the first sign of a test, first sign of difficulty, they flee that and, 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 and regrettably they lose the development that was naturally a part of building their faith with God. Well, in my life uh, I have had a number of tests. and uh, In no way am I uh, conveying the fact that I passed all the tests. In fact, uh, most of the time I learned a better lesson when I didn't necessarily pass the test and I use the term that we took a lap around the mountain and we come to that same test again. Guess what? If you're in school and you don't pass and qualify to go on to the next grade level, you probably could be asked to take that same grade level again and that's a lap around the mountain and it's to your benefit because if you go on then that next class level you're going to be really lost. So. In my life, I was rolling along pretty clear and easy, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, in my personal fa uh, family and household, when I was a child, we had uh, no real test in the sense of no food in the refrigerator. I always had a great home to live in. I had parents that loved me. Uh, but they would were smart enough, and I believe uh, led by the Lord, to allow us to have some tests even in high school, uh, business-type tests. I remember at one point my dad had determined that uh, they, he had not been able to buy some land where he had been farming for uh, this 20 years and he decided that he would actually venture out and, and maybe do a side venture and he actually moved away, mom and dad moved away when I was about 17, they moved away for the summer and left my brothers and I with the responsibilities of a fairly large farm, fairly large responsibility with more than one tractor with more than one, and, and, and we had a little bit of oversight, somebody had a little bit we could go to, but they were like three hours away in another state. Well, that was a, an example of us working out and knowing what to do. We knew what to do, but we were left there on our own to accomplish what was needed. And Dad came back only two or three times that summer just because he was endeavoring uh, on this new venture. Well, it changed out and he came, he didn't like leave us, but that venture didn't work out as he thought it was going to, and he got to be able to buy the land, and we have a large sum of land uh, that we own because of, of my dad's diligence. He was willing to pass the test. I can refer back to dad and say he passed some huge tests. Back when I was a little baby, uh, I wouldn't know this of course, he moved to this part of the United States where it was known to be the Dust Bowl. 
and it was a bad part of the uh, uh, United States. The soil was fine, just didn't have enough moisture. And I had him tell me stories uh, through the years of situations that he passed these tests. And he had major tests. And, he, and, and you know what that's doing? God's with us. When we have a test, when we have an experience that, that is in front of us, I have to believe that God is in that. Not that he wants us to fail the test. He wants us to develop just like a perfect father. There's a verse that I refer to a lot. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 12, chapter 13, I'm sorry, that says, God is faithful, who will not allow us to be tested above that that we're able, but will with the test make a way of escape that we may be able to bear it, bear the test, pass the test. If you have a test, you have a, you're in a position to have a testimony. And so God wants you and, is, and that's the miracle of it. You have to believe that. So as you're going through your business career, don't shy away from the test. In fact, expect it and actually endorse it. Actually move towards the test. Actually encourage the test. He's, God's not going to allow you to be tested beyond the point that you're able to pass it. But will with that test, make a way to pass the test that you may be able to pass the test. I'm paraphrasing that same 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13. There's always going to be a way out. And you know, I use that so many times when my back's against the wall, it was crazy. And I believe God used that to develop me uh, and I'm not done developing. Well, when I moved to my new town to go to Bible school after uh, working for uh, 10 years for the oil company, that was a test. And I chose to be endeavor in that test. Because see, I had a nine and a half years and, uh, of, of working for the big company, and I had a very nice paycheck, and I had, a, had a, a home that had 14 acres, and I had some ag stuff going on, agriculture things going on the side. I was settled in, but I became uh, restless. And I came to the point that I approached my pastor and I said, you know, I think I'm going to, no discredit to you as the pastor, because I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just saying I really want to be, learn faith. I want to learn how faith works. I don't want to die, my exact words, I don't want to die a baby Christian. Well, that's saying I want to develop. And, uh, and, and uh, at the path I'm on, I'm growing too slow. I can calculate as an engineer, I will die and still be a baby. And I did it in a way not to criticize my pastor in no way. And so uh, we took the application and we moved some 1,200 to 1,200 miles to a new town, gave up the uh, nice check, nice income. I actually asked for a leave of absence so I could leave the door open to come back, not because I didn't think it was going to happen. I just thought that was God's will that I would go here to Bible school and, and nine months I would come back. Well, I got to Bible school and I realized that, that I'm just learning and I'm going to stay here where I can learn more. And so, but I, my, my plan was, and I had predetermined that I had many options for a job. And those options were very generous options because I had great experience and I had a good college degree. But when I got to my new, new location, the, by that time the oil price had dropped way down. 
there was our, our uh, part of the United States was dependent upon oil and gas and you know it was to zero. The people I'd called ahead of to make schedule to, to, to uh, get a job interview they said be sure and talk to us first you know and because uh, they kind of wanted me and be sure I was encouraged but I called those numbers and either nobody answered or the phone was disconnected. Whoops! I've got a test here. Am I going to tuck my tail and go back? No. I'm going to learn faith. And I will tell you that when I got into school, I, I studied hard. Uh, I, I did the Bible lessons. It wasn't a hard academic kind of school, but I really took good notes. I listened. And frankly, in the two years, my wife and I went to Bible school together, side by side. And so with this situation, with no uh, income for two years, I had to figure out what I was going to do. And so uh, I, I uh, came to conclusion that I wasn't going to call my dad for money. Uh, why would I bail out? And in an essence, I could have because my dad and mom were in a position. They were encouraging, uh, supportive in the sense of encouraging us to go to the school, but they never offered to pay. Well, I'm glad they didn't offer to pay, and I probably would have turned it down because this uh, they never offered so I can't really tell you what I would have done but my mindset was I'm going to learn faith but I will tell you I didn't call them mommy mommy daddy daddy this didn't work out like I thought it was gonna work out could you send me money could you put me on the payroll could you send me a check every month because this would really help us and guess what they would have but I'm learning faith well I went to this Bible school and I will tell you that it was fabulous I learned verses, and I learned the, 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 uh, the Word of God in a, in a way. I learned concepts of faith for all kinds of things. I learned that when I learned about faith, how that works, it applies to other things. I learned that when I learned for faith for finances, I saw it in the Word of God that God wants me to prosper, and He's not against that. Then I believed it in my heart, and then I took action on that, and I'm learning. I learned that was the principle for all kinds of faith the faith for healing, the faith for a marriage, the faith for uh, raising a family. I would make a pattern. If I'm interested in this, I would find out what the Word of God said, and then I would think about it, analyze it, discuss it, view it from different points of view, and let it settle into my heart. Oh, that really is right. That really is the truth. And then I took action on that. And, and in the case of my spouse, uh, we wanted to be married all of our life, and I humbled myself and said, you know, as proud a guy as I am, I would learn to say, honey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry the way I handled that. I could do better. So I took action. You see, I have to take action on what's happening. So I got the, the paperwork and I got the degree, but it's not where I learned faith. I got the background, and that's true with a lot of certificates. You got the technical side of something, or you got the ability uh, to say you graduated and passed the course. But when you actually learn, the lesson is when you're out there doing it. So that's the case with faith. That's the case with finances. So I was learning day by day. Well, as I got into my, my business, I, at the end of graduation, I determined to, to make this an actual business. It was, uh, I was in people's homes. I was able to talk about God. I owned my own schedule. But it was tough. It was not easy. These are part of the test. I'm going to go through some of those so you know it was tough. So right off the bat, I had two trucks. And both of them were broken down. And I didn't have really money to pay for it. I had two. I was in the moving business, and I didn't even have a truck. 
And I was two weeks like that. And God, be, as my witness, jobs came in, and most of those jobs didn't require a truck. I did some packing jobs. I did some other things that I was able to get in a, I don't even remember how it happened, but I was able to get one truck back up and running, and then I got the other truck up back and running. I, 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 had, uh, I was living and dispatching out of my house. This is not going to work. I can't grow. And so I took the step, a step of test, a step of faith, and I rented my first warehouse. And as soon as I decided to rent that and made the commitment, one person, act of faith, they rented a big part of that and gave me enough money to pay the rent. If I hadn't taken the step of faith, that wouldn't have happened. And I was still able to operate then not out of my house. Things happened as it went on. Now see, when you move people, not everything works perfect. I had people that, that didn't want to pay me. Oh, I had done a job, three or $4,000, and then they decide uh, that they're not going to pay me for some reason. They make up an excuse or I had some uh, kind of a limp excuse that this is a re reason I'm not going to pay you. And I, a lot of times that was a lawyer and I had little uh, recourse. Oh, that hurt, but this is a test. Can I keep my joy? Can I, can I work out this? I had, at many of the, the years that I had the moving and storage business, I owned it 17 years. And so at least eight or 10 of those years, I had uh, between 50 and 75 employees, depending on the season. I had trucks that went throughout the United States, and there's things happened. But I always had a f around $50,000 payroll every other Friday. Oh my goodness, was that a test. There was times that I had only $1,000 in the bank on Monday. And I had done the work, but people hadn't paid me, and I hadn't settled up, and I was doing bigger jobs, and oh, I have to come up with $50,000 in five days. It was almost gut-wrenching. But that developed me. That's what prepared me for the future. I had, unfortunately, I had a, a husband-wife team that that uh, I met at my own church and they seemed to have business skills and they had business skills. And so I brought them in not as a partner but as an employee and I paid them both, so most Cindy and I and this other couple. But unbeknownst to me, they had made some very poor decisions in their finances. Nothing to do with me. I paid them regularly. I, I, I was honoring them, but they had gone outside their norm and they made some poor investments. Unbeknownst, they decided to embezzle about $17,000. He had check writing ability, so he wrote checks and made them out to himself in smaller amounts like $1,500 and $1,800 and $2,400, you know, different numbers, and then went to the bank and cashed them. And he decided to bail. He bailed. I don't know where he's at. I, I'm not going to do business with him. I'm, I had to get over it. After, it took me about six to eight weeks before me to actually get over it, just to be honest about it. I was so dadgum mad, it was crazy. And yet, I had to get over it because it was affecting me the way I was acting. And so, in getting over it though, I found out that they had taken that $1,700 and right away they paid and hired my men with my trucks and they moved to another state, the next state over. I can't go after them very easy and I had no real grounds that I could uh, spend more money trying to get my money back than they took. But that was really hurt. That's a test. That's a test that caused me to grow. That's a test that I needed to grow. That's a test that caused me to go to the next level. I wouldn't be where I'm at unless I've been tested. And the test got bigger, bigger and bigger. Uh, I, I then sold that company and, and in 20, uh, 2006 I bought a machine shop. 
At first, it's going pretty well. I'm buying equipment. I'm getting more debt. I'm, I'm using debt wisely. But then the economy drops. Oh my goodness, all of my big customers dropped out of sight and only one of them gave us a little bit of work. I had 40, at that time 65 employees and I had to dismiss 41 of my employees left with 24 and that's all I had and I had to pass that test. So I'm not trying to be, oh poor Gary, I'm just telling you if you're there and you have a test, make sure you go through the test. God is faithful who will not allow you to be tested above that that you're able, but will with the test make a way of escape that you may be able to pass the test. You may be able to bear it. That's how it works. That is a miracle that God's going to work with me, never criticize me. If I In the first part of the book of James, it clearly says that God wants us to be tested and, and it says in essence that we're to rejoice in the test, not for the test. Key difference. I don't ever am excited that I'm being tested just to be honest about it, but I know the results. So for the test is not my, my, uh, my attitude, but in the test I'm willing to rejoice because the, the, the test produces uh, patience the patience produces endurance, and the endurance ultimately produces the faith. Old Testament, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they had a test. The, uh, the, the king of the land made a decree. He was tricked into making the decree that anybody that wouldn't bow down to him would burn, would go into the fiery furnace, and they said, you know, this is a test. I'm not going to bow to the test. Our God is big enough to get us out of this. And they decided to stand and not bow. And of course, they uh, if you read the books, they put the temperature way hotter than before. And inside this uh, 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 hot furnace, they throw in the three, the three Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But they look inside, and here's a fourth person in there. And they come out unscathed. Oh, they passed the test. I haven't had to have that kind of test. All my tests are well within my ability, and it was with them, well with my, in my ability to pass, because that's what it says. Without a test, there is no testimony. God loves you. That's a miracle that God loves you so much. God loves you so much that He wants you to grow up into adulthood spiritually. And as an adult spiritually, He can use you, work with you, uh, 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 be in communications with you much better than if you're a baby. And that's how this works. So don't shy away from the test. Be respectful of a God that loves you. And that's a miracle. Thanks for being a part of Inspiring Better Business.